0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 110 of SwiftCast. This is Steph, Ashley, Nate, Ashley, and Adam. And we have a really exciting episode for you today. First, last week on episode 109, we had a really fun discussion about our predictions for special guests for the whole tour. And one thing that's been bothering me all week legitimately all week, is we completely forgot to mention Jack Antonoff. So I had to say something about it. I definitely think he's going to be a special guest and I definitely would love to be there when it happens because I think it will be really awesome.
1: So what do you think they
0: would sing? It really, there are three options. I really don't know. You know, Out of the Woods, I Wish You Would, You Are In Love, or maybe even a Bleacher song or something. Who knows? But I think... That would be really cool to see.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. I think it would be cool to see him do the backup vocals on Out of the Woods. And like you said, I think a good song that they could do as a Bleacher's guest song would be Rollercoaster.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we had a lot of really cool predictions, and I'm excited to see how right we are. We were completely wrong for the guest who was at Pittsburgh, and we'll talk about that later in this episode. But if you haven't gotten a chance to hear episode 109, go ahead and you can hear about what we think will happen, and you can always talk to us and tell us what you think will happen. The other thing last week, when we were talking about predictions, we did mention Lord, and we accidentally said that Lord was from Australia. That was inadvertent, and we just wanted to correct ourselves that Lord is from New Zealand. So, hopefully, when Taylor is in that area, Lord will come on as a special guest, or maybe even when Taylor's in LA or something, Lord will come on. I think that would be pretty cool. And last week on episode 109, Nate was not there, so we wanted to ask him if he had any predictions for special guests for the tour.
3: If only I had been on that episode, I was going to guess Little Big Town. I, you know, Yeah, right. A week ago, if you had asked me this, I'd have said, bam, Little Big Town, hands down. I'm sure you would have. I know, what the heck? Oh, man. But anyway, well, my my guess is uh, as of this week. You know, I guess a few of the obvious ones, you know, people I'd like to see, obviously. Uh, like, I think Kendrick Lamar would be pretty cool. You know, uh, Bad Blood, obviously. Um, I'm like, I'm an oldie but goodie person, you know. I like when she brought out Pat Monaghan. I think Selena Gomez is still a pretty good option. Mm-hmm. Now that she's been bringing out the Victoria's Secret Girls, I mean, you know, Carly Kloss. Yeah. Very likely. I mean, really, it could be almost anyone at this point. I know her. She is so well connected in the music industry, you know. It really could almost be anyone at this point.
0: Yeah. Well, those are definitely some that we predicted last week as well. So we'll see how it goes.
1: So I have a story that I have to share.
0: Go for it. Do it.
1: So some of you might know that I'm pretty obsessed with Gilmore Girls, the show, and I was just in Austin, Texas all weekend for the big reunion that they had, and it was amazing. It was so much fun. Of course, me being me, I ended up talking to so many people there about Taylor, because that's what I do. Honestly, though, it wasn't really even like me trying to bring it up. You hear her mentioned everywhere. I ended up in line next to some girls who were just at the Detroit show. I was talking to someone else who's going to see her in Dallas Cowboy Stadium. Like she's just so big that everywhere you turn, you just find people that love her. And that's always just great. I love that. Anyway, so today I was at the Gilmore Guys podcast. They had a live podcast taping. And I'm a big fan of them. They're really funny. I'm so glad that they made a podcast for Gilmore Girls because it's gotten so big lately. And I think it's great to have something for the fans that's new since the show is off the air. Anyway, so as at their show, it was a live show. So they had their regular hosts and then they had a couple of special guest hosts. And one of the guest hosts was a girl named Sarah Ramos who was on the show Parenthood. And so that just ended. Have any of you seen it?
0: No, but it's on my list. No. Nope. No, I can't say I have.
1: They just ended after like five seasons and Lauren Graham, who's one of the stars of Gilmore Girls, was on it. So they had this girl, Sarah, come to the podcast. Anyway, so we're in the middle of a big discussion about the episode. And on the episode, they're discussing two of the characters. who are having a run in after not seeing each other for a year after they've broken up. And it's a really funny scene where the guy comes back to town. And he's chasing Rory, who's the main character, around trying to talk to her. And he hasn't seen her, hasn't talked to her in a year. And finally, when he catches up to her and she says, what do you want to say to me? He says, I love you. And then he runs away, gets in his car and leaves. (laughs) And so we're discussing this. And Sarah says, I just have to pause this to say something. I have a friend who's friends with Taylor Swift. And Taylor gave her some relationship advice that I think is really relevant to the scene. And I'm not sure who the friend exactly was, but I guess what Taylor had told this girl was that saying, I love you after a relationship is over doesn't count because there are no stakes. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. I love that quote.
1: It's a great quote. It really tied into the episode perfectly. And I just love hearing little known stories or little things about Taylor that you know, you might not have otherwise heard about. And she just never runs out of great advice. And it was just that made my day just to have that tie in happen.
0: It's such a perfect piece of advice. And it sounds exactly like something Taylor would say.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: She just has such wisdom about things. Well, speaking of Taylor's quotes, we're going to go back in time to some of Taylor's older tweets from 2009 through 2014 during this same week of June.
1: On June 7th, 2009, Taylor tweeted, Post-show dance party with the band and crew around a bonfire for no reason. Unforgettable. Now, this just made me think of even just last night, how she was jamming out, hanging out with her band and everybody backstage and how she always just loves to celebrate after a show and is so full of energy. I don't know how she does it.
0: Me either. And those videos Ashley's mentioning are really cool. It included Vance Joy, Kelsey Ballerini, Little Big Town, of course, and Rachel Platten. Those are some good videos.
2: And you can find those videos on Taylor's Instagram. It's always cool to see behind the scenes what it's like in the dressing room and just seeing all of those people just hanging out, having fun.
1: She does that, and then she goes to Loft 89, and then she is on Tumblr till 4 in the morning. I don't know how she does it.
3: So our next one is from June 8th, 2011. Uh, Taylor tweeted, getting ready to play tonight in Milwaukee, smiley face.
0: Wow, and now she's not even stopping in Milwaukee. She's just too big.
3: That makes me so
1: sad because
3: it's an hour
1: from me, and it just makes me really sad. I want to see her again.
0: Did you get to see her in Milwaukee before?
1: No, and I'm so mad about it. I did see her in another part of Wisconsin during Fearless, but... During Speak Now, I didn't go to Milwaukee because at the time, <laughs> this sounds so silly to me, I didn't know that going to multiple shows was a thing. I didn't know people did it. I didn't know that as soon as I saw the Speak Now tour, I would need to see it as many times as possible. Like, I just didn't <laughs> know, and I really regret not going.
3: Well, no, yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't really think that. They think, I mean, yeah, they just go to the like one that's close by, and then that's it. Yeah, we're too hardcore now.
0: Well, I was just telling people today that most artists, you can just see it once and you feel satisfied and you don't think, oh, wow, I really need to go see that again. But with Taylor, not only because there's so much going on, but just mm-hmm. because of how perfect of a show she puts on.
3: Absolutely. Plus the ways that she changes it up from, you know, night to night. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, our next tweet is
4: from that same night on June 8th. Taylor tweeted, ah, I'm jumping up and down in the dressing room. So stoked about the video of the year award. Thank you. Thank you, you guys.
0: Oh,
2: our next tweet comes from June 9th, 2013. And Taylor wrote, thanks, Ed Sheeran, for surprising the crowd and coming out to sing. Everything has changed. Everyone went insane. And she wrote hashtag capital STB, which is the capital summertime ball in London that she was at.
0: And then finally, a funny one from June 9th, 2014. Taylor tweeted, I swallowed a strand of my hair and now everything is ruined. (laughs) If you're a girl and you ever have actually swallowed your hair, it truly ruins everything. (laughs) Well, next we have some news for you. So we're going to go right into Keeping Up With Swift.
1: While well, Taylor has tied the record for the quickest ascent to the top 10 with Bad Blood, which is amazing. I feel like every day I keep seeing another record
0: that it broke. It really is.
3: Now, our next little bit of news. Uh, the International Federation of the Phonographic Industry named Taylor as the number one global recording artist for 2014. Number one global recording artist.
0: And this was based purely on sales. She had $6 million. I think over 6 million just in 2014. Wow. It's really not surprising though, because Taylor knows how to sell a record.
4: And then, if you guys haven't already seen, there's an interview on YouTube from Taylor's interview with Teen Vogue for her Kids event that she did.
2: Well, the other day was National Donut Day. Awesome day.
3: Oh, yeah, it was. I got my donut. (laughs) I did.
2: And Taylor's friend Claire shared an Instagram post which was a screenshot of a few text messages that she had with taylor and it's really funny so i'll read what their text messages were taylor wrote to claire happy holy pastry Sent from god day no one understands how important this day is as much as you and i do and then claire wrote back to taylor never have never will it's truly a national treasure and people should get on board or get out
0: Well, next, we want to give you Taylor's upcoming schedule for the week. On June 8th, Taylor will take the tour to Charlotte, North Carolina. The next day on June 9th, the tour will be in Raleigh, North Carolina. Then on the 12th and 13th, Taylor will be in Philadelphia, which is very close to where she was born. Closest she'll probably be for the tour. Where she was born in Wyoming slash Reading, Pennsylvania. So it should be fun.
2: And you will be going to that stuff? Yeah, won't you be there, Philly?
0: I am going on June 13th. I'm very excited. Awesome. Hmm.
3: I was there for Red Tour. I'm not going this year. The Red Tour was a lot of fun. It was very hot, so be prepared
0: for that. All right, I'll dress appropriately. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, speaking of recent shows and upcoming shows, we had a blast this week. Nate, Adam, and I went to the Louisville, Kentucky show on Tuesday, which feels like it was not just a few days ago. It feels to me like it was weeks ago. Oh, I know. I've been all over the country. I don't even know where I am anymore. But <laughs> So we went to Louisville and we actually got to do something that we've never done before, which was before the show, we got to have a booth for SwiftCast where we were set up outside the arena and got to meet fans and talk to people all day. And it was really, really fun. Yeah, it was. We met a lot of
3: cool people there. Seriously.
2: A lot of cool costumes. Uh, It was really cool when people came up to us and they're like, oh my gosh, you guys are SwiftCast. I listen to you all the time. (laughs) So shout out to those people.
1: Yeah, and people were there from all over. We talked to people from Indiana, Colorado, New Jersey, literally everywhere. People flocked to the show and it was great. And if you came over to see us, we really appreciate it. And we loved meeting everybody and we hope to do it again at other shows. We had some fun giveaways. It was just great just getting to interact with so many fans. You know, we love doing the podcast and we don't always get a chance to talk one on one with the people that are actually listening to it. And I just really liked getting to do that.
2: So be on the lookout on our Twitter feed for future shows. And we will certainly tweet if we're going to be at that show and have a booth outside the venue.
1: And so we were able to do some short fan interviews with a lot of people that stopped by. We really enjoyed just getting to ask everyone questions about where they were from and what they were excited about for the show and stuff like that. So now you guys can enjoy listening to some of those interviews. So we're here talking to a couple of fans. What are your names? Elise. Grace. And where are you guys from? Queensville, Ohio. That's so cool. So you drove over here four hours. <laughs> wow! Yeah, dedication. I like it. Have you seen Taylor on her other tours? Nope. <laughs> this is my first time are you excited? Yes. <laughs> what song are you most looking forward to? Shake it, it
4: off. Oh yeah. I
1: think everyone is. <laughs> cool. Anything else you want to tell us?
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Can you guys tell me your names? I'm Holly. I'm Kaylin. Where are you from? Uh, we're from Indiana. Nice. So you drove over here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess this is better than waiting all the way until she's yeah, in she's Indiana. Yeah, she's there until September. It's oh, way too long. Long. <laughs> yeah, didn't want to that long. Have you seen her in concert before? Yeah, I have What song are you most excited about tonight? All of them. but totally. I really like Blink's face. Yeah, Blink's face. Blink if you could tell Taylor one thing, what would you tell her? I love her so much. <laughs> I'm her number one fan. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> all right, well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Can you guys tell me your names? I'm Francie. I'm Eve Claudia Stella. I love your outfits. How did you come up with that? Well, first we were gonna like just like write stuff on it, decorate them, and then we like, looked up on the internet like pictures and stuff, and then like we got like these ideas. I love
1: it. It says Swifty. and yours has that's Taylor from the Blank Space video. And I love your skirt. It's so sparkly. <laughs> What's your favorite song of all her songs? Bad Blood, Blank Space. <laughs> I like she. And she might do all of those I tonight. I have not heard. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys have I a like great Tim time. For Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank you. So, what's your name? My name's Chelsea. And where are you from? I'm from Denver,
4: Colorado.
1: Oh wow. Denver. Yep. Our uh, good friend, our host Haley, lives in Denver. Yeah. We're gonna be
4: going out there for the shows in September. Yeah, I, I, I think I saw her actually at the Red Tour. She was handing out cards and stuff. Oh like yeah. That, <laughs> yes. uh, so, that yep. would be her. <laughs> so you flew here from Denver. I did. Yes. You just couldn't wait till September to see the show. Yep. <laughs> and it was also a birthday surprise for my mom. So I, oh I, nice! I just turned eighteen. Oh cool! I mother-daughter shirts. I love it. Yeah, yep. helped her. Do you have one song you're most excited about? Queen. Yes, most definitely. I've already seen the show, and you will not be disappointed. Right.
1: <laughs> well, thanks so much for Thank coming you. by. So I'm here with Natalie, and you
4: just subscribed to SwiftCast on iTunes, right? Thank you so much for doing that. Is there one song you're most excited about? I'm like, I'm okay, I'm to here. Cool. Well, thanks so much for
1: stopping by. I'm here with Taylor and Lindsay. Where are you guys from? Fort Worth, Fort Worth Te-
4: Texas. Wow, you flew here. Oh, yeah. There's Just, people from
1: all over. Um, Just for the cars, Dallas
4: concert sold
1: out, so that's why we flew to Kentucky to come see this show. Well, Dallas is a big stadium, isn't mm-hmm. it?
4: Oh, it's uh, huge. They did it at the Cowboys Stadium. So. You'll see it a little better here in an arena,
1: I think. Yeah, but I heard this is one of the best venues. It is. It's great. I've been here on every tour. Speak Now, Red. I keep, I'm from Chicago, but I keep coming back. it's oh really gosh, good. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So, have you seen her other tours? We, we have seen, seen Red. Red. We've been fans since the beginning, but we just haven't been able to buy tickets. But then we decided
4: every year that's all we wanted. Like, we didn't want anything for birthdays. Like, we want Taylor Swift tickets. I so got tickets for Christmas.
1: Yeah, it's an important priority.
4: <laughs> what song are you more excited about than anything else? Oh my
0: god, "Wildest Dreams"
4: It's "Wildest Dreams," and I think she does a mix with "Enchanted" with it. Yeah, So she that's does. what I'm dying to see. I, if she does Acoustic Wonderland," that's fine. I'm. I to hope for. she does. She has it the last couple nights. She didn't tonight, though. And
1: I love your outfits, so you you made these to look like one of Taylor's new tour outfits.
4: Thanks. Yes. Yes. We were inspired by her white outfit with the black boots, and we were just going to try to (laughs) look like that. Yeah, I think you did a good job. Thank you. All right. Well, have a great time. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for coming by. So, tell me your names. I'm Ashley. And where are you from? Humberville, Indiana. Okay, so a little bit of a drive. Yeah. So, what are you most excited about for tonight? Well, this is our first concert ever. Of any artist? Yes, of yes. any artist. Oh my god, oh, this is the best sense. first concert you can have. Yeah, <laughs> and she loves Taylor Swift. No one puts on a better show, so I think that was a good choice. Yeah, yeah. she actually follows me on my Tumblr. It's awesome that she does that. Yeah. If you could tell Taylor one thing, what would you tell her? Thank you. I think that's what we all want to yeah. tell her. Yeah, I love her music. I think she's a really good, she's a very good role model. Absolutely. And, you know, even all ages. Yeah. yeah, guys she's cute, too, right? <laughs> yeah. Very <do. Yeah>. good <laughs> role model. Yeah, well, great. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you. I'm here with Emily and Ryan. Where are you guys from? Indianapolis. Yeah. A lot of
1: people here are from Indianapolis. I think nobody could wait till September to see her at that show. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen her before? No. Uh, first time?
4: Yep. First yeah. time. What are your expectations? I love her. She's excited. I think she's going to be amazing. I would like to get at least two minutes for her. Yeah. At, least, at least two minutes. Yeah, we will meet with Oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. We've all met her. She's so sweet. Really? Yeah, she's
1: great. You'll love meeting her. Great. Thanks for stopping by. How are you doing? I'm here with Sydney. Where are you from? Um, Louisville, Kentucky. right nearby. Yeah. Have you been to Taylor's other tours? Yes, all of them. (laughs) Which was your favorite before this one?
4: Oh, gosh. Um... Probably Fearless Such a good one Yeah So Yeah Probably Fearless When she came out On Love Story We were When she comes out On that You know what I'm Talking about Yeah, the yeah. Thing, We were Maybe a hundred feet And we were like Sprinting through the arena Trying to get closer <laughs> to her So That's awesome what, <laughs> what song are you Most excited for tonight Oh gosh I think I'm really excited About Enchanted Wildest Dreams mashup. Yep. Yeah um, Yeah So that's the only one I haven't like Watched from the other ones Because I just want to be Surprised so Yeah Cool Well thanks for stopping by Yeah definitely. Definitely. So I'm here with Jordan and Evan, is that right? Oh, yeah. Where are you from? In Indianapolis, Indiana. So have you gone for the other tours? Yeah, we've been to two different tours, right? Yeah. Which was your favorite? Red. Yeah. I'm speak yeah. now, tour kind of cool. It was more theatrical. That's true, yeah. Well, what song are you most excited about? Well, right now, I'm Bad Blood. Yes. That's just because it's like the newest thing. I wish we could hear the remix. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. If you could tell Taylor just one thing that she would hear, what would you tell her? Probably that if she hung out with me,
3: we'd become best friends. Nice.
4: She would definitely go for it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. All right, cool, thanks.
1: <laughs> I'm here with Haley, Allie, and Hannah. And where are you guys from? We're from here, yeah.
4: and
1: I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, so you made a trip.
4: <laughs> yeah, I did.
1: She's not coming to Oklahoma,
4: I don't think, is she? <laughs> have you seen her in, in concert before? I have not yeah. we have We have we to a Red concert. What song are you most excited about tonight? Oh,
1: God. I think the Enchanted Wildest Reefs now. That one's getting a lot of attention. Everyone's <laughs> excited for that one. If you could tell Taylor one thing that she would hear, what would you want to tell her?
4: Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, we cool. love what her. her we're really so excited her. to see her. Thank yeah. you for coming along. We've been yeah. fans yeah. For forever. Really. Yeah. That's her awesome. And we've, like, oh wow. to see her. And so we're so excited to see her. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, you're going to have a great time. Have
4: fun. Thanks, Thanks for coming by. Thank you. you.
1: I'm here with Candice and Caitlin. Where are
4: you guys from? Indiana. Everyone's from Indiana. I feel like it's the 10th person I've (laughs) talked to today. So have you been to Taylor's other tours? Oh, yeah. I haven't missed one yet. What song are you most excited about? I think all of the, like, the dancing and everything that she does. I think all of it. I mean, I think it's Everything. Well, I love your outfits. You have, like, an 80s workout style outfit on. How did you get the idea for that? Shake it off. Shake it off. It's perfect because I love it.
1: Well, have fun. Thanks so much for stopping by. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed hearing a little recap of our day and shout outs to everyone that came out. We really, really enjoyed talking to all
0: of you. And like Adam said, keep an eye on our Twitter, SwiftCast13. We're hoping maybe to have a booth in Philly this weekend on Saturday. If anyone wants to meet me and hang out, I'm going to be going to this show by myself.
1: If anyone wants a meet and greet with Steph.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just happened to find a ticket to this show and said, okay, I'll just go by myself. So if anyone wants to hang out, that would be cool. Next, we're going to go into our mini segments with some Swifty problems for the week. Our first
1: one is from Dream and Wish on Twitter. Bought another outfit for a 1989 tour. Swifty problems. Now I don't think this is a problem, although I guess if you're only going to one show and have multiple outfits, it might be. But you could change throughout the day.
3: <laughs> That's a good suggestion. There you go.
2: It could be a swifty problem because maybe it costs them a lot of money.
1: I have a problem where I kind of refuse to wear tour outfits more than once, and I really should rewear them. And I end up making something new for every show, and it definitely takes a lot of time and
3: costs a lot of money. I feel that way just for concert tickets and plane tickets in general. I mean, that's just so much money.
0: Yeah.
3: It's all worth it, though. I just said to Ashley the other day, the things we do for Taylor.
1: (laughs) And I said that we're all enablers to each other and causing each other to spend way too much.
3: (laughs) So our next one comes from at Vinny Cesarone. And they tweet, When you wish Taylor would release the new versions of We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, and I Knew You Were Trouble. Hashtag the struggle is real.
0: So true.
1: I do want her to release them, but I don't want her to release them right now because I want them to remain special for the tour. That's a good point.
0: I really am hoping we have a tour DVD slash CD and they'll be included. Yeah, me too. I agree with that.
2: Oh, that would be awesome to have a CD version live recording of those two songs. Wow.
0: Maybe she'll finally include Red there too. Maybe she'll do... A four pack of all four headline tours. Yeah,
2: good
3: idea. Nice. I like it. That's an awesome idea. I was just thinking about
1: how on the Speak Now live CD, she only included the Speak Now songs on there. And she did not include the live versions of any Fearless songs that she did. But I feel like for this, she probably would include everything.
0: I really hope so. Our next
4: one comes from at Emily underscore Taylor. She says, when you have a sign idea for tour, then you notice that others use it before you can. Swifty Problems.
2: And our last one comes from Jen Fearless 13. And she said, getting your poster thrown away after you worked so hard on it. Hashtag Swifty Problems.
1: That was a big problem on Tuesday. I don't understand. I've never... The venue decided that they were not letting in anything bigger than 11 by 14, basically a sheet of paper, and there were just mountains and mountains of posters being trashed at the door, and it was the saddest thing ever.
0: It was awful. Yeah, you showed us a photo. It was so sad. Yeah, they claimed that it
2: couldn't be more than shoulder width apart. I mean, what poster is that small that you can't even read anything if it's not shoulder width apart?
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's what they even first said. They said shoulder width, and everyone's, you know, kicking up a storm. And then you get to the door, and then the lady's like, 11 by 14. And then so we held up her sign, which was.
1: It was not 11 by 14.
3: Yeah, exactly. And then she goes, it, it was probably maybe like 18 inches, you know. But uh, anyway, so she holds it up. She goes, uh, does this look like shoulder length to you? I'm like, lady. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy.
0: Did you end up throwing them away?
1: No, we saved them. Our
3: signs, we salvaged. Oh, yeah. good. We ended up taking them back. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, there were like 14 different piles uh, outside all the doors inside the venue. I mean, they were everywhere. of Just signs wow. and signs. Ones that people worked super hard on, like they were flaunting out front, like everyone was really proud, but they just made us get rid of all of them.
0: I had to do that during Speak Now at Gillette Stadium, and they told us they were going to give them to Taylor, and I didn't believe them, but I wrote my name and- information on the back and it was so devastating you're gonna give them to taylor it's actually kind of cruel like i don't know why they told people that because i'm sure it just never happened no
1: i was even just standing near a group that had a big sign with them when we were outside and security comes up to me and says you can't take that in i was like i don't know these people this is not even my sign like why are you yelling at me <laughs>
3: They're
1: brutal there in Louisville. And it wasn't like that in the past. I've been there every tour. I don't know what's different this time.
0: Well, for everyone going to a show, make sure you try to check with the venue beforehand so you don't waste your time Mm -hmm. and money. And one thing we noticed for Philadelphia, they're saying no battery packs are allowed on posters or clothes.
1: Well... I just think that this is also funny because there's a post going around Tumblr that has a picture of Taylor in an outfit that involves a lot of lights on it, and it was like, sorry Taylor, you can't come to Philly. (laughs) 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 You won't be allowed in. I just don't understand the reasoning. Lights are not disruptive at all to the show, and Taylor loves them.
0: Yeah, I think it's obvious she loves them on this tour, so I don't understand, so... Our advice to you is just to, if you have to call people and find out, then try that. It's hard because you also get a lot of conflicting answers. It can extend
3: to more than just signs too, because actually yesterday at Pittsburgh, I had a tote bag that I was trying to bring in. It didn't have like anything in there. It had my camera and some red tour bracelets and was really about it. Anyway they said, I could not take this bag in at all. And I open the bag. I'm like, I have three things in here. I'm like, this is it. He goes, you cannot take that in. I'm like, what if I take these out and just stuff everything in my pockets? And he's like, okay. I'm <laughs> like, so what difference does it make? I'm like, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, there's gonna be a lot of like crazy rules. So just be aware and don't be disappointed. Basically, if, if something does end up happening. I just
1: think that if they're gonna enforce anything about signs, it should be printed on your ticket when you buy your ticket.
3: Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. So that people don't waste their time and effort and money, you know, on all these elaborate signs and costumes, maybe, or, you know, whatever they end up having.
0: Well, for some lighter news, we have some great fashion this week. Oh, yeah, we do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, to get it started on June 3rd. Taylor was seen at the 1989 tour meet and greet and loft 89 in Cleveland wearing a Millie illusion striped crop top and that is $266 but is on sale for $186.20.
0: Then on June 6th for the pre-show meet and greets and loft 89 in Pittsburgh, Taylor wore a really cute outfit. Her crop top And shorts were both from Line and Dot, and the pattern is called Electric Nagel, and they're both $105. Unfortunately, the shorts are sold out right now, but it was a really cute outfit, so keep checking. Then she wore sandals called the Immense Sandals from Steve Madden, and those are $99.
3: And her last one is actually just from last month, May 2015, when she was rehearsing for the 1989 tour. She was wearing an Urban Outfitters cropped tank top, which unfortunately is completely sold out. So better luck next time.
0: Yeah, you were probably really mad you didn't get to buy that.
3: I know. I was like, what the heck? I was scouring the internet for that thing.
0: Well, as always, thank you very much to tasteswiftstyle.com. You can visit her website to see some photos and links to these outfits. For our main discussion this week, we're going to be talking about tour stuff. So, if you're avoiding spoilers, then please check the description of our episodes and we'll tell you exactly which section to skip so that you won't have any spoilers. But this week, we're going to be talking about Louisville, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. And I'm really excited for this week's discussion because Adam and Nate had never seen the tour before Louisville. So, I'm excited to hear about their impressions. And then Nate also got to go to Pittsburgh. So Mm -hmm. I just want to know what you guys thought. You already had a lot of spoilers, but you still finally got to see it for the first time. So what did you think?
2: Amazing. The end.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My thoughts exactly.
1: You know... I honestly was looking over at Nate watching his reactions, I think, more than I was watching the show because (laughs) it's just crazy seeing someone see it for the first time. It's just great to watch everyone's reaction. I was like a
3: kid in a candy shop. It was awesome. My (laughs) eyes were just like a light. Oh, it was incredible. It was awesome. Now, first, uh, I have to say, because I was corrected on this a few times, it's Louisville? Louisville. Say it again? Louisville. I still can't get it right. <laughs> Louisville. <laughs> anyway, just know that I, I gave it an honest effort. From this moment forth, I'm going to pronounce it as Louisville. So, <laughs> Anyway, like Adam, it was my first 1989 show. I thought it was incredible. Everything about it, I thought it transitioned well. I thought, you know, a few key differences, I guess, just as far as between the Red Tour and the 1989 Tour. Now, she had a lot less props. It was a lot less of, like, a physical kind of spectacle, I guess. I don't know. So in the back of the stage, she had this massive big screen, which played a pretty big role, actually, I thought, in tying the entire concert together. Not only would it have, you know, in between some of the set lists, you know, those videos with her friends and things, but during the actual shows and performances, compared to, like, Red Tour, which did have some stuff on the, on that big screen, but he, it was a lot more artistic, and it was a lot... Because it was such like a humongous screen, uh, I thought during the performances, it really kind of set the stage nicely for each song. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: It does. And I really got to see so much just from it being in an arena that I feel like I missed when I was in the stadiums. Mm -hmm. I was so far away from Taylor in the stadiums that I was just trying to watch her and not watch the screens. And I don't think I realized how much the big screen actually contributed to each song.
3: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, after seeing Pittsburgh too, I I also thought that I'm like, stadium is being such a different experience, I guess, than the arenas. You know, it's just a lot different, a lot easier to get detached almost from the main show, I guess. In an arena, it seems a lot more to me, like a close knit, just like more grand experience, I guess, if that makes sense. You're you're closer to the stage. I mean, it's louder. uh, Just the energy kind of is... Depending. I mean, I mean, you know, in a stadium, it can have a ton of energy, but because it's so like close knit in an arena, it really like makes for a really just like a cool show the entire time. I don't know if that makes sense, but
2: yeah. And for me, it was my first time seeing it and I have not seen it yet in a stadium, but for Louisville, we were fortunate enough to have very good seats right in the center of the stadium, right in front of the catwalk, which was right in front of us really low, almost on the floor. And so for me, I found that Taylor spends so much time on the catwalk, obviously when it's elevated and spinning and even when it's not elevated, when it's just flat on the ground. And then also over on the B stage that for me, I felt like I wasn't watching that big screen in the background very much because it was kind of way off to our left. So for me, it's going to be cool when I go to my next show, which will be a stadium show. I'll kind of have a better angle where I can see both the catwalk and the screen and see... Um, all the things that I perhaps might have missed that were on the screen during the songs.
1: I just almost felt like I was at a totally different show. I feel like I liked every performance significantly more than I did in the stadium. And if I could only see it in arenas for the rest of my shows, I would much prefer that.
3: Hmm. See, yeah, that was always my thing about stadiums. Like I love going to stadiums, but if you don't have good seats, it can really detract from the experience, in my opinion.
1: Even when you have what you think are good seats, unless you're in the first few rows of the field, you're just really far from her.
3: Yeah, exactly right. Like, for instance, Pittsburgh yesterday, like, I had a great seat. It was lower level. It was side stage, right where the catwalk swings out. It was, you know, perfect. It was row two, even. But still, I was just so far away. Like, it's just such a different experience, unless you're in pit or, like, right up there in next to the catwalk or something like that. It's really easy to just not have as great of an experience, I think, at an arena.
2: Yeah, Nate. I was gonna ask you in Louisville, the catwalk swung like literally right over our heads. Taylor was probably mm-hmm. you know within what ten feet of us when she swung right swung over our heads.
3: Oh yeah, she was like right above me. Yeah, I was like, it was and awesome. then for
2: <laughs> your pit show, it sounded like you had another great seat in the second row in the 100 level. But I'm sure the catwalk it can't be that big. It's the same one, so it probably what just swung out partly over the floor seats, and you were still probably really far away, right?
3: Right, exactly. Yeah, Steph and I were actually talking about that. We were wondering if it was a different catwalk, actually, that she was using. It looked longer. I mean, don't you agree, Steph? Like, it was a larger catwalk, almost, in Pittsburgh? I mean, that could have just been our perception being off, but...
0: Yeah, it does look like it's longer at the stadium.
3: Yeah, but it is actually the same size, so...
1: Are we sure? Because they have so much less space to work with in an arena.
0: Well, the other thing is they had seating charts for the stadiums, and they recently reconfigured them for Philadelphia. I was supposed to be right beside the catwalk, and now I'm no longer anywhere near it, which doesn't make any sense because if it was longer, then I would still be by it. so I'm not sure
3: I think the actual catwalk itself maybe might be longer, maybe they have extensions for it, but the actual part that I'm referring to is the part that gets raised and and rotates, I guess I think that's the same size. I
2: That makes sense. That's probably right.
3: Because, I mean, still being in row two there, I thought maybe it would still reach out, but it it only made maybe, I don't know, half of what the actual floor was in Pittsburgh. So it made it to about halfway out. So uh, maybe three quarters, I don't know. But whereas being lower level, almost the same seat, you know, it was literally right above us. So I don't know. But anyway, as far as the actual show, I mean, you know, I thought it was great. I thought the costumes were great. I thought the dancing was great. Of course, my favorite performances were the throwback ones. Uh, I gotta say, "I Knew Your Trouble," "We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together." I thought it were awesome remixes. The Love Story Pop Remix is awesome. And then, not to mention, just everything that she did. The fact that she played the entire album. I was fortunate that she played both of the bonus songs that she was rotating between. She played Wonderland last night in Pittsburgh, so I was able to see that as well. So.
1: Oh, she did? Yep. I was wondering if we'd ever hear it again at this point.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, hey, that's a good sign, right?
1: Yeah, I hope I get to
3: hear it soon. So, yeah, the whole thing was just awesome. I got mounds of confetti and I left very happy. (laughs) That's really all you need to leave happy. (laughs) That's that's exactly it, right?
1: I have a question. I want to know everyone's answer. I think I've already asked some of you. In the beginning of the show when everyone comes out for welcome to new york and the dancers are coming out of the floor before taylor comes out are they supposed to be coming out of like a new york subway station
3: you know when you told me that i never thought of that i think you're spot on with that
1: well because i thought they looked like they were reading maps but then you told me that they were reading a newspaper
3: Mm -hmm. i mean yeah we look back at the pictures and yeah they are um it was actually newspapers but even still i mean That has to be it. I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. They're coming right out of a subway, so. And they have the lampposts there and everything, too, so.
1: Okay, I just wanted to clear that up. I didn't notice it. I didn't even, like, pay attention to what they were doing until I was close enough in the arena to actually see.
0: I still honestly couldn't really see in Pittsburgh. I thought I was finally going to be able to see the main stage, and I could see it better. But I was at the back of a lower level section, and I still struggled. I don't know how people in the 500 level could handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Binoculars. (laughs) I kind of had the same reaction as Ashley. I was with my family and my sister's been a fan. She's come to every tour, but I told her not to spoil anything, not to look at anything because I wanted her to just be completely surprised. And so I just kept looking over to see her reaction to everything. And by the second song, when Taylor went into New Romantics, she said she's going to do every song on the album, isn't she? And she was just so excited about the whole thing.
3: (laughs) That's
0: awesome. It's cool to see people who know nothing about the tour. She just was completely blown away and said, we need to see it again as soon as possible. I want to go now to see it again.
3: Well, that uh, kind of reminds me, during the Louisville show, it was like fourth or fifth song, I was so engrossed in the concert, Andrea just like walks <laughs> right by me, I have no idea, I'm just like, I'm just so light with the concert, Ashley's like, that was Andrea, I'm like, what? I'm like,
0: I was like flailing my arms, like trying to get into the <laughs> like, And didn't she squeeze your hand, Ashley?
1: She did, yeah, when she was on her way back down the stairs, that was nice.
0: Do you think she recognized you?
1: I have no idea. I think she did. You always say that.
3: I mean, seriously, how many times have we, you know, been face to face with her, had discussions with her? Really, she has to. Maybe.
1: It was very nice of her. Um, Also, throughout that whole show, the cameraman was, he kept going up and down our aisle with an extension cord because I guess we were in a good spot for them to film. So I guess he felt bad because I was right in the spot where they kept putting equipment. So he came by and gave me guitar picks during the show. Oh,
3: cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool the 1989 ones. And I want to mention
2: there was two funny things that I noticed kind of not really mishaps, but you know, those funny quirky things that sometimes (laughs) you see little gifs of or little 10 second videos of. So the first one was when Taylor was doing a chain, uh, costume change, and they were playing one of those videos. After the video ended, there was like 10 or 15 seconds of just you know, the lights were off, there was no music, there was no video, it was kind of like an awkward pause. And then finally, (laughs) she came out, and she said something to the crowd along the lines of, wow, that quick change was almost a disaster or something like that. (laughs) So she was obviously having trouble underneath the stage getting her outfit together. And then she was kind of flustered. So that was kind of funny. Did you guys notice that?
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was hilarious. And she ended up, uh, like, adjusting the microphone. She's like, this isn't right at all.
2: (laughs) And then the last one I noticed was, I think it was during Shake It Off. She was directly in front of us on the catwalk and she's connected to that those posts so that she doesn't fall off and then she's reaching down to her waist to try to unbuckle it and she can't do it and one of her dancers comes over and helps her do it and we were close enough that we could see what they were saying you know we could read their mouths their expressions and you could tell taylor said to the dancer i can never do this (laughs) and so he unbuckled her floor and she was finally let free
3: (laughs) Which brings me to two things. Now that you say that, that reminds me of two things that happened in the show. Same song. It was the Enchanted Wildest Dreams mashup. Okay, so she's she's giving her little intro speech, and the fog machine is just like blowing straight into her face, and she's like choking and dying. And she's like, she's like, does anyone else see this right now? Like, <laughs> she's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that, that part was funny. And then same thing, shake it off, right at the end there when she's going to unbuckle the thing boom she unbuckles it you just see her like throw her hands up in the air like boom like check this i did it guys like whoa (laughs) (laughs) it's
2: funny when little mishaps happen because it just shows that it just makes the show honestly exactly it makes it personable and you could you know say Mm -hmm. oh remember on that date when this happened and Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so she brought out little big town for you guys in pittsburgh yesterday woo uh when I heard that they were going to be the guest, people heard them sound checking, I really wasn't sure what song I thought they were going to do because their most popular song definitely right now is Girl Crush.
3: Right, absolutely. Yeah. Well, obviously yeah, they ended up doing Pontoon, which is really cool. I got some nice video of it. But yeah, uh anyway, we ended up finding out later, right actually that backstage they had that, that whole party thing and ended up singing Girl Crush back there, so they at least got a little clip of it.
1: Now did she cuz in Detroit Earlier in the night, she kind of gave away that there was going to be a guest. Did she do that at all?
0: At the beginning of the show, she just mentioned how much she loves Pennsylvania and how 10 years ago she performed the national anthem at a Steelers game. She didn't mention that she chipped her tooth during the Red Tour. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I forgot that was that was at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's funny. During
0: I Knew You Were Trouble. I remember that. She like hit the mic to her face. It's like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she has not forgotten that that happened in Pittsburgh, so maybe she's forgiven the city (laughs) for that mishap. (laughs) But she didn't say, I might have a surprise for you or anything like that until right before Little Big Town came out.
1: So did they come out right before she did Wonderland?
0: Yep, it was at the same spot as for Detroit.
1: And did you feel that that was a very abrupt transition, that it went from that big performance to then her acoustic set?
0: A little bit. And I feel like she's already in that outfit for such a long time. And then Mm -hmm. having a special guest, which I love, and I will have more if I could any day. But it just Mm -hmm. extends her time in that outfit. She's probably tired of it by the time she gets to change.
1: (laughs) Did she cut anything from the set list?
0: No, she did not. I was very glad about that.
1: Yeah, that was cool. That makes me just really happy that she isn't cutting anything, that she's extending what's already a longer show to begin with.
3: Oh, absolutely.
0: And she even started later, which I kept looking at the clock Mm -hmm. and I was just saying to my family, I said, she's usually out by now, but you have to figure the days are getting longer. The sun was still out. So she probably had to wait a little bit because it just wasn't anywhere close to being dark. And even by the time she did come on stage, it was still light out. Mm -hmm. It's weird that the whole stadium wasn't dark when she came out. I'm just so used to it being pitch black, you know?
3: Right. No, I agree with you completely.
2: Yeah, that's got to be a different experience. You know, normally the lights go out, it's completely dark, and then you get the little video of the New York skyline. And so when it's light out, is it just a little bit different?
0: It was weird. And Mm -hmm. when I kept looking at my clock, I realized for Red, all the shows I went to were after June 21st when the days Mm -hmm. start to get shorter. So I never had that happen before. But yeah, it was definitely still light out. It was probably about 8.45 when she came on.
3: I think it was later than that even. I remember it was like 8.40 when I texted Ashley. I'm like, yeah, oh, she's going to be on any minute. And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. It was still like 15 minutes before that happened even. so.
0: Yeah. So off to see what Philly's like, how long she waits to come on. And so (laughs) when I realized she was coming on later than usual, I was really worried that she was going to cut stuff, but she didn't.
3: Yeah, I'm really glad she didn't either. I think Red Tour, it was... Well, I think when it was still technically on the set list, uh, Stay, 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 I think that's the one that she cut normally when she had a special guest. Am I right on that?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. So yeah, I'm glad for this story that she didn't cut any songs.
1: Later, she sometimes would cut Begin Again.
3: Oh yeah, that's right too. Yeah.
1: I just love how this show just feels really long. I felt like the Red Show always went by really, really quickly.
3: Yeah, I agree completely.
0: This tour feels really long, and it's so good because I always get depressed toward the end.
1: You know, I guess it's sort of the opposite of what I've been saying, but so on the Red Tour, I guess one of my complaints of the 1989 tour initially was that because there's not as much of a performance element to each song, I kind of felt like songs just keep getting thrown at you one after another, and then it's over. But on the other hand, I feel like her just singing does make it feel longer because when you're watching the Red Tour, it was like each song was broken up into like a little scene almost mm-hmm. and it was over. I don't know. Something about this format just makes it feel longer. It does. And I guess some of the songs themselves are longer.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like Out of the Woods, even. Um, I Knew You Trouble. Even Clean. Clean. Like seriously, these songs are like seven, eight minutes up there on stage. So, And
1: then even in some of the other ones, she'll add in verses. Like she'll repeat verses multiple times. The Wildest Dreams Enchanted mashup is very long and no complaints for me, but yeah, it definitely feels different.
0: Yeah, and Clean is where she also repeats some lyrics to make it a little longer,
4: mm-hmm.
0: but I think I was a little disappointed, like Ashley said, about maybe the lack of scenery, but it does make sense that with Red and all the other tours, there was so much going on on stage. Sometimes mm-hmm. you didn't completely focus as much on Taylor, whereas here it's really just Taylor. Mm-hmm. My family said we didn't even realize she had backup singers until this love. We just didn't <laughs> realize it. Wow, that's I funny. I was the
1: same way. I mean, I knew they were there, but at the first show that we saw, I totally forgot they were there until they actually came out on the catwalk.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't really notice them at all.
3: That's true, right? I saw them in Louisville when right before the the curtain fell you could see him behind stage like setting up their equipment i didn't notice him again until it's paul and mike who have like a little guitar solo like right there and i'm like oh yeah i'm like i completely forgot about it. <laughs> like the entire band i'm like i love these people like how did how could i you know but anyway no i'm totally with you guys on that
0: one other thing that my family who never saw the tour before absolutely loved was the bracelets they thought it was just so cool
3: Oh, seriously. Oh, especially in the stadium. That was so cool. The entire thing just a wash with light. It was incredible.
2: Yeah, I saw some pictures. It looked incredible. I even saw a picture that was taken from some maybe some office building or some high vantage point, like maybe a mile away. And the whole stadium was just, you know, the same color of whatever color the bracelet was at that time. But you could see it from so far away. It was really cool.
0: They're such a hit. It was such a good idea. Although, one note I have to mention, though, if you've been taking your bracelets and saving them for multiple shows, my bracelets from Bossier and Baton Rouge did not work, sadly. Oh,
3: did the battery die?
0: Yeah, I don't know if maybe I replace it if it will work, but Mm. Nate, yours from Louisville, worked, right?
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that had been, you know, four days.
0: Yeah. When my Boser one worked at Baton Rouge, and it worked completely perfectly. It was in line with every other bracelet in the whole stadium. But at Pittsburgh, they just didn't do anything. They don't even light up when you bang them.
1: Oh. I don't know. I'll have to see if mine are still working. They were. Hmm.
0: Mine, well, I'm, I'm actually
3: surprised because mine was a, from Louisville. That was a seven-hour car ride home and then another two there and two back from Pittsburgh. So, I mean, the whole time it's like going off. I'm like, okay, I'm like, this thing's gonna <laughs> like every little bump, seriously. But anyway, hopefully we can find replacement batteries for these things. I really want to keep these things going.
0: I'll have to try to find one for Philly this weekend and see if it works.
1: By the last show, we're just going to have two full arms of these (laughs) (laughs) bracelets.
3: I plan on wearing these to every single show I go to ever, even for the next tour.
0: Even for other artists. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, if you had any thoughts about this week's tour dates or the ones that are coming up soon, feel free to talk to us. Let us know your thoughts. And you can always reach us on Twitter at SwiftCast13. You can follow us on Tumblr at swiftcast13.tumblr.com. We're on Instagram at instagram.com slash theswiftcast13, facebook.com slash theswiftcast. You can email us your thoughts at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website, swiftcast13.com, and there you can... Contact us, and you can listen to our older episodes. iTunes only lists our last 100 episodes, so if you go on our website, you can listen from the very first episode all the way up through now. Also, on iTunes, you can subscribe, and then it will download the latest episode for you automatically, so it will just always be there and ready for you when we release it. So finally, next week, Taylor will... What do you guys think? Announce that there's going to be a guest at
1: every single show. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. I did see on Tumblr, though, that apparently she said that she wants there to be a loft 89 at every single show, and she liked the post, so I'll take that as a confirmation.
0: She definitely already, I think, has way more guests than any other tour. Just the way it's going so far, Pittsburgh and Detroit never had guests, and now they did. I'm excited to see what happens with Philly this week. I think she's really trying to include a big element of surprise for every show.
3: I think she might do Philly. I mean, uh, she was born. I mean, obviously, everyone knows why I'm missing there, which is just outside of Reading, which is just outside of Philadelphia there. So and at those shows, she always says it's her hometown. It's I mean, and she's never had a guest there.
0: Even in Pittsburgh, it was cool because she just kept talking about how much she loves Pennsylvania. And Mm -hmm. it's just fun to hear her say that.
3: I think next week, Taylor will wear something from Line and Dot, um, possibly some pumps.
1: Wow, I wonder where you got that
0: one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I got to get the fashion in. I got I to gotta do it.
0: Nate, though, you should know she doesn't wear that brand often.
3: I know. That's why I think next week <laughs> seems like a good week. She's in a Line and Dot kind of mood. So. <laughs>
0: Well, I think after she just kills it in North Carolina this week, she'll probably head back to New York before coming over to Philly. And hopefully I will get to meet a lot of you there. Find me.
2: Well, I predict... uh, Well, I had a question for you guys. For Shake It Off, the color of her outfit is usually different each show, correct? Yeah, I noticed that. I forgot to mention
1: that. She's had some repeats already, though.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, I will make my prediction that on june 12th in philly she will wear a red outfit for shake it off and on june 13th in philly she will wear a yellow outfit
0: Ooh! so far she's done blue green and pink
2: and purple or no purple no
0: not yet
2: no not yet okay the
0: blue sometimes looks purple in some photos i think
2: I think I'm thinking of her jacket for Welcome to New York. That's purple.
0: Oh, yeah. Or the skirt, because the skirt's either purple or blue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yellow would be nice. I hope you're right.
2: The one from Louisville made her, and I think I saw a Tumblr post about this, made her look like a Christmas tree. It was green.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I thought that. I wasn't going to say that.
0: (laughs) I was like, hmm, interesting color choice. (laughs) I was like...
3: It's cool, though. No, I like the outfit. It is really cool.
0: The Tumblr post said something like, you can take the girl out of the Christmas tree farm, but you can't take the Christmas tree farm out of the girl.
3: (laughs) Right, right. I like that.
4: I was going to predict that if Taylor does go back to New York um, before she goes to Philly, that maybe she'll put some new pictures or an Instagram video of Meredith and Olivia, because we haven't seen them in a while. So I wonder
0: what they're up to.
3: We haven't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, what the heck? Taylor, get on that. People want your cats. (laughs) All over social media.
0: Well, thanks so much for tuning in to episode 110. And we will be back with more news and tour updates and everything next week on episode 111. For now, this has been Steph. Ashley. Nate. Ashley. And Adam. And we will see you next week. Thanks, guys.
3: See ya. Peace out,
0: Swift Scouts. Bye.
3: Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or Thirteen Management.